If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is going to be a thing. I have a feeling this is going to be a thing, uh, a subplot to the entire NFL season. We talked about it last week. It has continued to be a thing after the first weekend. The Dallas Cowboys and their offensive faux pas, a uh, dramatic, a dramatic escape. Remember, we called him the, the ninja, the SUV ninja, Jerry Jones, who snuck through the bowels of the stadium in Charlotte to get out and avoid a horde of media that were trying to interview him and he had his SUV waiting he snuck through got out of there it's amazing that a man his age can sneak through the tunnels of a stadium but he was able to do it Jerry Jones after another lackluster performance by the Cowboys he said well another it's a new year well it continues a trend okay it continues a trend from last year so Jerry Jones he has now spoken publicly for the first time since the latest debacle for the Cowboys appearing on sports radio in Dallas. Jerry Jones waxing poetic on all things Cowboys, Dak Prescott, the inadequate offense, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you didn't hear it, now I can pretend to be Jerry Jones, uh, and I do a hell of a Jerry Jones impersonation. Instead of criticizing the Dallas receivers, the play calling, Dak Prescott's decision-making. Uh, Jerry Jones went the opposite direction. We have a little taste of this. All right, let's uh, go to the audio tape, as Warner Wolf would say. Here we go. We've got a quarterback that uh, uh, is somewhere between the, the one that you saw with the Rams last night and somewhere uh, and Cam Newton. He can do some of what both of those guys do. There's no adage in uh, looking and, and evaluating a player. If you've seen them do it a few times, they can do it. 
And uh, if you've seen them do it, well, frankly, all of our fans have seen Dak do it. Well, you know it's there. You know he's got it. Our receivers did not play bad. Uh, they did get separation. I take issue with that. They did get separation. We just didn't get the ball to them. All right, so there's Jerry Jones. The first soundbite's the, what we call the money soundbite. And he talked about the receivers and all that. And, of course, he had a lot to say, and we like that about Jerry Jones. He always has a lot to say. But that first soundbite where he said, we've got a quarterback that is somewhere between, and then he, he didn't say Jared Goff's name, but the, he said the Rams quarterback, and Cam Newton. And he said Dak Prescott can do some of what both those guys do. Uh, you're going to see it, uh, is, is what he said. I'm paraphrasing some of that. So the question is Jerry Jones correct with his expert analysis? This is an NFL general manager. Jerry Jones has been the GM of the Cowboys since what? The late 1980s. Think about that. He's owned the Cowboys. He took over. Uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, that, that run with the Cowboys. And so he, his position, can we play it again? I want to hear that again. That is such a ridiculous soundbite that we need to hear it again. That first one, uh, th- let's listen. Again, this is the, the comparison from Jerry Jones on what he sees. This is the GM of the Cowboys in Dak Prescott. We've got a quarterback that uh, uh, is somewhere between the, the one that you saw with the Rams last night and somewhere uh, and Cam Newton. He can do some of what both of those guys do. There's an old adage in uh, looking and evaluating a player. If you've seen them do it a few times, they can do it. And uh, if you've seen them do it, well, frankly, all of our fans have seen Dak do it. Well, you know it's there. You know he's got it. All right, so my thoughts, uh, that's just, is that not wonderful? Uh, my thoughts, you've got the cheerleader, the backhanded, and the quagmire. And we'll put all this together. Now, now, to start, Jerry Jones is as stubborn as a mule. Right? God love him. He's a salesman. He's a con man. He's a confidence man. Even though it has been painfully obvious that Dak Prescott has not been getting the job done, Jerry Jones' job is to sell cowboy football. He is selling, publicly anyway, optimism. Right? He's going to be as, the most optimistic person he can possibly be. Privately, You'd like to think that he's being realistic. Because I I like another old adage that just because a guy gets off to a good start, has beginner's luck, doesn't mean he's going to have a Hall of Fame career. It could mean that he was a one-hit wonder. We've seen plenty of one-hit wonders. Colin Kaepernick, one-hit wonder. Uh, You go down the list of players that played well early in their careers, had a couple of good years, and then vanished uh, and were never heard from again as far as a football player is concerned. So if you're realistic about this and objective, Dak Prescott, you can say, well, that's tough on him. He's chasing ghosts of cowboy legend past. And you go down and through all the the quarterbacks the Cowboys have had that have been wonderful quarterbacks in their different eras of of cowboy football with Aikman and Staubach and all these legendary figures of the NFL past. But right now, in the moment, This has been a continuation. Week one was a continuation of the second half of the 2017 season. And if you were out on a boat and you were going through the water in your boat and you looked off to the right and you saw someone drowning, that would be Dak Prescott. That would be Dak Prescott playing quarterback for the Cowboys. And so Jerry Jones publicly can stand on the sidelines and call every radio show in Dallas – and talk about how wonderful Dak Prescott's going to be and be the the extra Cowboy cheerleader, the first male cheerleader for the Cowboys. He can do that, but if you have objective thinking, if you have critical thinking, you know that right now that is not the case, and there is little evidence to say that we will get back to that particular point. Now, secondly, the, the comparison, we played it twice, the comparison to Jared Goff is silly. Because Jared Goff began his NFL career, the smell of Jared Goff was like rotting flesh playing for the Rams. Uh, Not only was he a quarterback, he was terrible. There were legitimate questions if the Rams had not been bamboozled with the number one pick in the draft and Carson Wentz should have been the pick and what were they thinking here? Would he ever have a career, Jared Goff? But under the tutelage of Sean McVay, Jared Goff has taken off. Dakota Prescott is the opposite. Dakota Prescott's the guy that got off to the good start and has progressively gotten worse. 
Teams have figured him out. They know what his weaknesses are. He has been exploited. That's the word, exploited. The comparison to Cam Newton, while it seems on the surface outrageous because Cam Newton won an MVP award, it is much more realistic to compare Dak Prescott to Cam Newton. And, and you look at Newton and say, well, he was an MVP in the NFL. But he has habitually been one of the worst quarterbacks recently in terms of accuracy. So it's really one of those backhanded compliments to compare Dak Prescott to Cam Newton. Because on the surface, to the low-information football fan, they think, wow, that's that's a great comparison. But then when you dig a little deeper, you realize over the last nine games, Cam Newton's completed 55.6% of his passes with a quarterback rating of 82.5. Rosie the Riveter has only had two games, two over 200 yards in that last stretch. Dak Prescott... In his last nine games, guess what? He's completed a higher percentage than Cam Newton, 63%, and he has a quarterback rating a little worse at 74.8, but it's in the same region as Cam Newton. And Dakota Prescott has two games with over 200 passing yards in that period of games, the same number of of over 200-yard passing games as Cam Newton. That is not a glowing endorsement. Now, the common denominator here is that Jerry Jones would like to see Dak Prescott run more. Right? He wants to see him run a little bit more. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that in a minute. Now, the last, last thing here, we'll, we'll put the bow on it this way. Jerry Jones said that he is not concerned in that interview. He's not concerned about Dak Prescott's accuracy, which is understandable because Dak Prescott's nickname at this point is 3D. Now, what is 3D? That's dink, dunk, Dak, all right? Those are the three Ds. Dink, dunk, Dak. Uh, That's how he passes. (laughs) High percentage passes, and if the receivers can't get separation, you're going to get four or or five yards of pass play. What he should be worried about is the fact that NFL defenses, and this bears repeating, have figured out how to slow him down. What are the weaknesses of Dak Prescott? His ability to succeed has been compromised. And the Cowboys, they've needed Dak Prescott to step up. Des Bryant, not walking back through that door. Jason Witten is boring America like a robot on Monday Night Football. The offensive line is not as good as it was. And instead of embracing the opportunity and taking off, Dak Prescott has gotten worse, right? Progressively worse. Doesn't have the arm to get the job done. And by Jerry Jones saying that Dak Prescott needs to run more, which is something that he pointed out in that radio interview, what he really is doing is what? He's admitting in in a smart-alecky way that that is the case, right? That he doesn't have the ability to get it done, right? Because if Dak Prescott was good enough to beat you with with his arm, he wouldn't have to run. He wouldn't need to, right? If he was a good enough throwing quarterback to keep defenses honest – he wouldn't have to turn to trickery. Mobile quarterbacks have shorter careers in the NFL. It's not my opinion. It is a fact. And generally speaking, you do not end up winning a Super Bowl with a mobile quarterback. The the Cowboys are in a quagmire here because they have no safety net. Dak Prescott can't be bad. But Dak Prescott has been bad for the last nine games. And Jerry Jones realizes this. His backups – are the most non-distinguished group of backup quarterbacks you could have. They have an undrafted preseason Hall of Famer in Cooper Rush from Central Michigan and someone named Mike White, who the Cowboys took from the football dynamos of Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers, in the fifth round, who's the other quarterback on the roster. That's it. That's the list for the Cowboys. And so Jerry Jones said, well, you should run more. I want to see him run more like, like Cam Newton. Because, yeah, throwing is not his thing. He, he's been exposed. Dak Prescott has been. All right, so Ben Mather's show on Fox. You want to comment on that? You are more than welcome to do so. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. Hello, Ben Maller. Hello, we had uh We had some uh, – well, I, I assume you know about this. Um, well, I, know, I know everything. Yeah. So, you big soccer so, match you want to break down? Is that? No. Oh, okay. No, Good. I'm talking Neither about I'm talking yeah. about the person that was here uh, in our studio area 
uh, earlier? Bit earlier today. Oh, yeah. Did Helmet by, Helmet Man come by earlier? No, no, no. no. Bigger, no. bigger than Helmet Man. Uh, big, uh, I, I assumed you Mark, know this because you were such good guy? friends with him. Mark the full name guy? No. William Shatner. I'm actually on the live air. Bigger, yes, you're bigger. on. Yeah, you're <laughs> bigger than Shatner? Bigger. Bigger than Shatner. Huh. I, I don't know who is here. Steve Harvey. Oh, was he here earlier? Yes, he was oh, here earlier. Okay. I, th- I figured that you were uh, you were meeting up with your buddy. Nah, uh, we hang earlier. out at the... Uh, the, the country, what? the country club. Really? What country club is that? I can't tell you because I don't want the paparazzi. Well, they're not going to let us that. in there. I'm sure there's a lot of you security. Want the I mean, you again, over name uh, drop. As you know, Steve Harvey uh, and uh, I have a bond. He, uh, I know. That's why I was like, well, Ben. I don't have to tweet Ben about this. He obviously already knows he's there. He likes the the color of the Malamobile, the uh, car that. What I color drive is here. that? Well, it's it's a nice uh, kind of a bluish color. But Steve Harvey liked it. He, uh, he pointed it out to one of his bodyguards as they, uh, as they walked by. And we, we had a moment there in the garage. So you did not come into the studio early and, and you know, visit with him, your buddy. Unfortunately, I was going to do that, but the, I was getting a massage, number one. And number two, the, Ma- me? the Maller copter was in the shop, so I couldn't take the Maller copter. Well, why didn't you just use the backup? Well, that's good. I could have used the backup. Yeah. But- was that in the shop, too? No, no, that was, I could. I forgot I the had wife, the wife. Did the I wife forgot, have that? No. I, I forgot I had. What's well, a his and hers? <laughs> yeah. It's a his and hers Mallard copter uh, package. Is that what, yeah. what we I, have? I only have the one. I'm not big time enough to have did, the two. Yeah. Did Steve leave any food behind? I, don't, I didn't see any, but if there was food left behind, I'm sure yeah. uh, our producer, Justin Cooper, pounced on it and uh, claimed it for I saw some own. activity over there, so I was trying to figure out across the hall at the Steve Harvey compound. Yeah, I don't, I, apparently there. there was some business being, uh, huh. being done over there. Which is why he uh, he came in. Who else? Now we've had. Well, Limbaugh does his show from our studios occasionally. Occasionally, he's, yeah. He's well, in LA. Maybe like a half dozen times a year, something got, like that. Maybe got a pen from over there when he left the pen behind. Yeah, you and, uh, surprised you're still uh, employed after hey, stealing that it, pen. He from left him. it for me. He said mega dittos to Mallers. What he said, he left that thing behind. And he said, "There you go." I don't think so. With one arm tied behind his back, he left that pen right there, and I like, that's that's a gift. Did I ever tell you the story about uh, me letting him in the building? No, no, yeah. I don't recall. Well, that. normally, as I'm sure you know, there's usually a couple of people waiting for him. I mean, this literally at the curb. Yeah, they roll out a red carpet up. with rose petals when Rush comes here, and, and rightfully so. For some he, reason, he, he had to find his own way to the door, and uh, I just happened to be walking in, uh, you know, a little bit behind him. Yeah, and he didn't have a key card to get in, which is. Well, I guess why would you have to have one when well, you've got someone waiting for you every well, time? Plus, but, he doesn't live here or do the show from so here. So there's there's like a, a little plastic part where you swipe your card, right? Yeah. You're familiar with that, obviously. I, well, occasionally, it might still work today. I was happy about. So that. he was trying to put his thumbprint on it, like like it was like the Situation <laughs> Room at the White House. He it's was very, trying to figure out well, how to get it's, in. It's similar to the Pentagon. The security yes, that we have that here one. is very similar <laughs> to the Pentagon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's very very similar to the that. building's like an octagon. It's very similar. Yes. yes, armed guards and uh, <laughs> as long as he's not in the middle know, of a good comic, sure, yeah, <laughs> or awake. But uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, no, I was like, hey, uh, let me get that for you, and yeah. uh, swiped him in. Thank you. That was great. I, I was going to be introduced to uh, to Rush Limbaugh at, by one of our old bosses, and we started. It was actually uh, you want me to just do humble brag name drop? Yeah, I yeah. can do it. So uh, it was the boss, me, and then uh, Tony Bruno, a radio legend. Uh, they're going to name an award after Tony Bruno. He used to work here. I love Tony. And so uh, Tony was talking, and it, and by the time – I just wanted to go meet Limbaugh and get the hell out of here, but the conversation, the small talk between Tony and the program director went so long, uh, by the time the window – because there's only a certain window you can meet royalty. And by the time – Right, they've got places to go and Exactly. <laughs> uh, the small talk had gone on for so long – that we missed our window, and, and that, you just and you just kind of stood there the whole time waiting. Yeah, that was <laughs> that's, I, I, that's great. That's not even the worst though. I I had a uh, I can say the story now because he passed away. But I was a big fan of the comedian George Carlin, uh, who's you know I guess I'm dating myself, but I thought he was great. Comedy, comedy legend George Carlin, right? The seven things you can't say on television well, and radio yeah. and all that stuff. A legend. And George Carlin called in to local radio in L.A. He was George from uh, was George from Venice. And he called in all the time, and people didn't recognize his voice because he's just a regular caller and whatever. And so he became somehow he became friends with uh, Lee Klein, who I know, the Prince of Darkness. Uh, he used to work here. Yeah, love that guy. Yeah, big fan. Not really. Uh, so so they became friends, and I really wanted to meet Carlin. 
And Lee wouldn't let me meet Carlin because he was convinced that I would then become friends with Carlin, <laughs> and he wanted to keep that bond just between himself and, and the comedian, <laughs> George Carlin. And we wow. went we went back and forth, and we had scheduled a couple of times to meet him, and he kept put, uh, Lee kept blowing it off. And then Carlin like, unexpectedly passed away, and I never got to meet him. <laughs> I was so bummed out about and that. And yet you like, still invite that guy to your Christmas party. Well, because he's got incriminating photos. So uh, I, I guess have to, so. I have to bring him. Yeah, uh, I have to invite him. That does explain some things. And even when he says he's not going to show up. Remember that one time he said he wasn't going to be there, and I announced... Uh, I got up in front of the party at the Ugly Sweater Party. I said, don't worry, Lee's not going to be here. Yeah, and there was a great rejoicing. Yeah, and about 35 minutes later, he walked in. Yeah. He, like, he changed his Jumped out of his yeah. coffin, and there he was. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right, exactly. Uh, right, yourself it, uh, Coops, by the way, going to look for food. He's going, <laughs> he just left to see if there's food over that the Steve Harvey well, his, show left his, behind. His uh, Cooper senses were tingling. and uh, he, <laughs> he just walked by to see if there's any food. The, the show's still going on, He's Cooper. like, what, I, what did he say? He's trying to get, like, that, <laughs> trying to get the jump start <laughs> on all of us. It you might know. be a nice piece of cake over yeah. there. Something <laughs> like Snooze, that. you lose. <laughs> all right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So in the, the autopsy of the Monday night football early game. The Detroit Lions, it has been determined, are lacking a spine. That was a tremendous beatdown. Now, we chronicled the beatdown last night or yesterday morning, depending how you look at it. The J-E-T-S normally sucks, sucks, suck, but not in this particular night. We're able to take the Lions to places no Lion has ever been before, uh, at least, well, not this year. Uh, and so there's been one constant punching bag and surprisingly, it is not Matthew Stafford. You would expect Matthew Stafford to have to get his abuse. Why He handed four turnovers, four interceptions to the gangrene defense on a silver platter and the Honolulu blue platter right there as well. So, but, but instead of Matthew Stafford being the focus of much rage, it is Matt Patricia who appears to be at the center of of the storm here, public enemy number one. Now, if you've not been following along, it's a bad job by you. But there are two main complaints against Matt Patricia. Number one, a handful of Jet defenders, we referenced this last night, in the visiting locker room at Ford Field, Jet defenders, a number of them were strutting around with their chest out, very braggadocious, that they not only beat the Lions, but they knew exactly what plays the Lions were about to run based on the formation and Matthew Stafford's hand signals. They knew everything. Imagine the headlines if the New England Patriots had gone to the locker room after a game and said, we knew everything the other team was doing. We had all of their signs. You know what would happen? The NFL would investigate. There'd be a full investigation. The league office would hire someone to come in and go over phone records and the whole thing. Is that going to happen for the Jets? The Jets just said they knew everything that the Lions were doing, but the complaint is against Matt Patricia. Right? That the, the the Jet defenders were jumping routes or routes, and they ended up getting five interceptions as a result. Why were there no adjustments made? The second complaint that Lion players, veteran Lion players, are not happy. They're bickering with the way that they've been treated since Patricia took over as coach. This goes back to not only training camp, but even before that, these unnamed, spineless, gutless players are using their agents through back channels to trash Patricia to a handful of reporters, including the state-run NFL network. And it claims that Patricia among other things, has been guilty of too many rules put in place, and the players were also complaining about how hard the coach worked them during the summer. <laughs> well, I wouldn't put my name on that either. I, I got to tell you, I would not put my name on complaining as a professional athlete that you were worked too hard. Woo! All right, so the state-run NFL media is implying – that these things are directly connected and that Matt Patricia is already in danger of losing the locker room. Now, it's only one game, right? You say, well, you can't make any irrational judgments after one game. Oh, yeah? Welcome to the theater of sports talk radio. You can absolutely make irrational statements and declarations after one particular game. But let's discuss. 
And, and we'll keep it as general as we can keep it. Because chances are you're not a Lions fan. Like, we, we're on all over the place. But you can relate, right? We're on all over Michigan. We have a lot of people that like, at least claim to like the Lions. I don't know if they're actually real Lions fans that listen to the show. But uh, look at it this way, right? And maybe we'll hear from future lottery winner, right, FLW. Maybe uh, he'll, he'll call in here and, uh, and he'll, he'll help us out. Uh, and and it will be be wonderful. But what do you make of these reports that the Detroit Lion football players are unhappy with being asked to work hard and have a lot of rules? Loser. Now, my perspective here: you have pussy willows, dirty dishes, and Frank Sinatra, and we will mix all of this together. Now, how am I possibly going to mix those things together? Right? It's impossible. Pussy willows, dirty dishes and Frank Sinatra, but we will link them together. Like nice sausage, we will link them together. Now, uh, we'll, we'll keep it simple. A, in theory, and it is my theory, it's not anyone else's theory, my theory is that Matt Patricia was hired to change the culture of the Lions. You see this all the time in every sport. You hire a Mr. Softy coach, and if that doesn't work, you bring in a hardo. You go back and forth, right? You go, and it, I think in most businesses it's that way. I work in radio, and I, I see some of that in the radio business. When bosses change, you go from a micromanager to a, a more laid-back management approach. And I, I feel like that's the same in any profession. We care more about this than if the, the guy at the factory loses his job as the boss and they bring somebody else in. But Jim Caldwell was, by definition, a Mr. Soft. He was essentially the thing you rubbed your feet on outside the door. Okay, he, You walk all over. He ran a country club. Detroit players were coddled, they were pampered, and they got no results. The fact that the Lion players are using their agents, what a snake-in-the-grass move here to berate Matt Patricia is proof of that carefree, laid-back Michigan country club that was in place. The definition of slacking. And, and now Patricia, well, it's yet to be determined whether he actually is this, but they're trying to, to position him as a grown-up, a grown-up in the room, and he's attempting to correct what appears to be a number of bad habits the Lions have. The early results are not good. right? And, and, and listen, I get it. I, I've had different bosses. I'm sure you've had different bosses. Nobody likes change, right? There's a learning curve when the boss changes. Nevertheless, th- this belly aching has exposed the Lion players as pussy willows. That's what you are, Lion players. Own it. You got to change the logo on the side of your helmet from that roaring lion and put a nice pussy willow on the helmet. But you got to have that Honolulu blue. You got to make, because it's got to match the, the, the gray of the helmet and all that. Now, why is this? It's kind of obvious, right? Th- these guys, right? These guys can't deal with a little change. And there are hard and fast rules in place on just how much practice time players can have. That's the most ridiculous part of the story. The complaints through agents to reporters who cover the NFL saying, well, he worked us too hard during the summer. This is an impossibility. These rules have been in place for seven years. 2011, the NFL Players Association won big in the CBA. What do they win? They didn't win extra money. They won a reduction in off-season practice time. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Now, what does that mean? You know what that means. You followed the NFL. Five weeks, five of them were chopped off the schedule. There were limits placed on how much time players could spend watching film, working with coaches. You're breaking the rules if you even brainstorm coach player in dead time. And we've seen plenty of NFL players rat out coaches for breaking these rules. Teams have been fined. They've gotten in trouble. You can't even do it informally. You're breaking the rule. Which makes the complaining Lion players, the unnamed faceless Lion players, look even more ridiculous. And, and secondly, the, the Jet players knowing what plays the Lions were running in the Monday night game I'm skeptical about how true that is. But let's say it is true. That's something to gripe about, right? Matt Patricia's got to own that one. 
and, and even through the the scope of the intelligence gathering, I have to think it was embellished for effect, right? You're, you're fired up after a win, uh, but Matt Patricia certainly appears to be caught with his pants down, which nobody wants to see uh, at all. Nobody wants to see that. And every man, woman, and child who watches the NFL, even if you don't watch the NFL and you just play Madden, you know you have to make in-game adjustments. And Matt Patricia, we said it last night, I'll say it again, he was shell-shocked. The interceptions kept, kept coming one after another. They were piling up like dirty dishes in the sink, and it eventually became overwhelming and a paralysis set in. This is also a referendum on Jim Bob Cooter. He's got one of the great names in any sport, in any walk of life. I mean, it's just like I don't know, a, a, a bad movie about the South. Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions, whose play calling left a lot to be desired. He was caught napping. And Matthew Stafford looks like a dope. It's not some kind of greenhorn here. You, you, you have this thing known as an audible. You might want to use it. And I guess the Jets players knew the audibles too. Why not? And if the Lion players are unable to adjust, the teammates there, then that's on Bob Quinn, the former Patriot executive, who's now the big man on campus with the Detroit Lions. The, the last thing, the parting shot here. Are the Lions about to break into pieces? No, they are not. In fact, I think there's a tremendous value play. I'm starting to look at the games this weekend. Uh, the, the Lions playing on the road, short week against the Niners. We are told that the public is jumping all over the 49ers, which I like to be on the other side of the public because you win more times than not. And so it's, it's up to the Lions to rectify what happened, and then we'll revisit this if they don't rectify it, if there's more mistakes. I mean, it's, it's odd. It's odd that the Lions would lose in that fashion. I mean, it's one thing to lose at home, but you're playing a rookie quarterback who was the youngest quarterback of all time, and you just give the game away. Now, Matt Patricia, if you look at history, is likely not going to succeed as a coach. Most coaches fail. You have a higher turnover rate as far as a coach is concerned. You have a, I'll put it this way. You have a better chance, if you open up a restaurant, you have a better chance of that restaurant becoming a cult classic. You know, and that's the key thing. You got to be a cult classic restaurant. Every town has it. We we mentioned Coop was in Portland, Oregon. They've got that famous voodoo donut shop in Portland. Uh, in LA there's a there's a bunch of places. There's uh, there's Pink's Hot Dog stand which is around. In-N-Out Burger which started in LA is now spread everywhere. Like Gremlins, it's all over the place. Boston's got Bova's Bakery. There's a bunch of other places on the north end of Boston that are wonderful. New York's got a bunch of – every town has a, a couple of restaurants that just – you have a better chance of that happening and becoming a cult classic restaurant than lasting seven years in the NFL as a head coach. But here's my advice, and it feels like Patricia's doing this. He's going to go the Frank Sinatra way. Right? He, he's likely going to fail, but at least he's going to do it my way. right? I'm going to do it my way, and that's how I'm going to do it. Now, has he bitten off more than he can chew? The early results are not good, as we said. But at least you're not going to have many regrets. And if it turns out to be impossible, then Matt Patricia can always go back to his happy place with the Patriots. And then he can get a job there. Now, I think what's going to happen here, and it's one game, but if the Lions continue to make similar mistakes on offense, then the, the person that's going to be used as the sacrificial lamb will be Jim Bob Cooter. They brought him back as the offensive coordinator. He was from Jim Caldwell's staff, Ooh. and so they'll just throw Jim Bob Cooter. He'll be roadkill. Never heard of him. Yeah, Jim Bob roadkill. So. Who? It's the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia, right over there. Now, Ben, you said earlier that you were uh, you were talking about the uh, 49ers-Lions game and uh, where you were leaning on as far as... Uh, yes, know, and the Penny will be here in a couple of days. We'll have Benny versus well, the was, Penny week two of the I NFL. was about to ask yeah. you, what? is there a way to find out which way the Penny is leaning on this game? Well, the Penny does not talk, as you know, and the Penny's a bit of a diva. Yeah, but, but, but we, we you're right. Pay. You're right, but the Penny is also, you know, more accurate than you are, so... That's incorrect. Oh, that is that is one hundred percent correct. I slayed the penny yet again that, that, this past week. 
Slayed no, the penny. The last season, he the penny. I was he or she was. Five hundred. Is there a gender for the penny? It's a, it, it can it. change genders. Yeah, it was yeah. way better than you uh, on the season. No, that, that no, is a fact. Was, that is incorrect. No, no it's again, not. This is again part of the assault on my good name here. No, you're it, wrong. It has nothing I, to do with you. you I'm just... every, if you bet every one of every one of my bets, you won money. I was what? above. Yeah, but if you bet every one of the pennies bets, you won more money. Well, again, I fit, you, I get off what, to a slow start. How is that won, difficult to I understand? The, the penny is like a clownfish. It can change genders. Okay? It can go from man to woman and all what? that stuff. Yeah, I've, the penny is like a clownfish. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I, I don't really know what the, how that has relevance to what well, we're talking about. Well, you asked what right? gender the penny was. Well, so I was I just gonna, wanted to refer to the penny in the proper context, but I guess yeah. it now is why, what I should have said. Why would you be a negative? See, you're such a negative person. I'm how am to, I negative? I'm trying to spread positivity through sports radio. I'm channeling David Stein, and you are blocking me is what you're doing <laughs> uh, here. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. I won more games than I lost. When's the last time you I talked didn't, to him? I didn't. Uh, I think I text him every once in a while. Really? Yeah, because he- Say uh, hello to me. David Stein used to work here. Yeah. I love him. He's a good, good man. He does radio in Georgia? Is that right? Yes, or, and yeah. he does um, He does pregame football for Clemson. Clemson? Yeah. Hey. So I've been. I, every time Clemson plays a big game, I text him, and he- Texts me back, and he's uh, he gets to go, you know, on the sidelines for all these big games and yeah. with Clemson, it's very cool. But it, uh, yeah. I totally forgot what I was going to say. See, now. that's what that's when a red herring works. You see that? <laughs> I threw a red herring out, and it worked. That is a diversion. That's how you use a red you, herring. I, I've that always is said. How you use a red herring. I have always Take said note. you should be a politician. You should. You are wasting of, your time here. Ah, uh, yes, you I am. You should be in politics. And, and sooner than later, I might be. Well. Listen to me right now. That is a red herring. Uh, that you know, we used to have Danny G here. He was the king of the red herrings. He'd always bring up some basketball team. I forget which one. I would say you are the king Lakers. of the red herrings. No, you that's just proved it. Right that is there the with that perfect maneuver. way to use a red herring. Take notes. I should te- <laughs> teach a class on. Red herring. That's how you do it. I will agree with you. I will agree with you 100% on that. Talk show host that hasn't worked Red here. Red Herrings 101 with Professor Mallard. It's been 12 years since that guy worked here, something like that. It's been a long time, right? It's been a, a pretty good yes. amount of time. Yes, so. indeed. Look at that. All right, we'll take some calls. Hey, Ben, I know we don't, I know we don't do shout outs here. So. We do not do well, shout outs. No, Roberto, Roberto. we so, never do that. Yeah, we yeah. never do that. So I'm not, yeah. not going to say. Um, Happy anniversary to my wife. Yeah. No, you should not. You cannot that. say I'm not, that. I'm not going to say your, that. No, your, sir. Your wife is much too beautiful and kind to be with you, yeah. so you should not say, well, uh, you uh, should us say that. Us all. We're all in well, that club. Clearly, yes. Yeah. Except for I'm not going to say happy 10-year ten ten anniversary. 10 years. Look yeah. at you. You got married wow. when you were eight years old. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's amazing. Not quite, but- <laughs> it was illegal to get married when you're eight years old, but somehow you- It was an arranged wife. marriage, but it was all right. It was arranged. Yes, there was- some uh, some some things that were exchanged there, but uh, that's fine. You know, very. Hey, Coop, good, when are you joining the club? Yeah, that's right, Coop. Oh, calm down. <laughs> oh, Coop, we've, no, we've determined, Coop, you're getting married because you you chickened yeah, out of our bed. So yeah. that means yeah, you're about to get got married. Got a big influence over you. Get married now, Coop. You turned down a thousand bucks. So you better marry this woman. <laughs> you turned down a thousand dollars for this woman. Yeah, because of her, you said. Yeah. Cause she, she said no. Yeah, she put up the hand. Said no. I mean, if you're gonna, ha- if she's gonna have that kind of influence on you, she, you might as well marry her. Yeah. Look, I, I undervalue. <laughs> <laughs> Coop, just admit you put your balls on the table. Just admit it right now. It's all right. It's okay. We've all been there. Yeah, some of us are still there. It, it happens. He's not denying it. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about talking to Coop on the air is the dramatic pauses. Because yeah. Coop always wants to just say the perfect thing. There's these big pauses. And and I, of course, have the different strategy. I just want to keep talking. I just want to keep the, the VU meter moving on the board is what I want to do. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. All right, let's do it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And the Coop. Ben Bears head coach Matt Nagy told reporters on Monday that he apologized to his players for some of the play calling during their loss to the Packers. Now, Ben, if you were on the team, would you look down on Nagy for being weak or respect him for being able to admit his faults? Well, I should be on the Bears the way they played in the second half. It was absolutely weak. It was honest. 
but it was weak, right? First of all, Matt Nagy was hired as a creative offensive genius, and yet the Bears coach had horrific play calling in the second half of that game. He coached scared, and his team coughed up. Being the Bears, they coughed up a furball there uh, in the second half. And secondly, Nagy is supposed to connect with Mitchell Trubisky, who was terrible for three quarters in that game, partly because of his play calling there. And, and and so this is on him. And, yeah, my advice to Nagy is to not apologize, correct the mistakes, don't let it happen again, because we've seen endless Bears coaches do the same thing. It's ridiculous. Next. Ben, as Des Bryant's unofficial advisor throughout all of this offseason yes, drama. giving him a lot of advice. Yes, you've attempted to guide him to the right situation that would get his career back on track. He's not listening to me. Well, now with the announcement that Doug Baldwin will be out long-term with a partial MCL tear, do you think that Seattle would be a good spot for Dez? No, I'm going to put a thumbs down on Seattle. And the reason why, while Russell Wilson is a good quarterback, right? Wonderful quarterback. He's, again, we saw it against the Broncos, running around like a banshee uh, with from the offensive line uh, not protecting him. And the, the Rams appear to be in a different category than Seattle. Everyone else in the NFC West is playing for second place. So if he went to Seattle, Des Bryant is not on a real wild card contending playoff team, and Seattle's not going to make the playoffs this year. They're a second division club, and so that's a bad thing. And B, Des Bryant is looking to try to reinvent himself. He needs the big stage. The Patriots would be the perfect spot. So far, Belichick is signing every reject other than Des Bryant, and eventually the Patriots will work their way around. But Des Bryant has sat out so long Eventually, he's going to have to sign with someone. I would avoid Seattle. We're not quite there yet, but we're heading towards the 11th hour for Des Bryant. Next. And week one is now in the books, and the AFC South went winless, save for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ben, I know that you're not a fan of Blake Bortles. Yes. But is he the best quarterback in his own division right now? I'm not taking the bait on that. No, I'm not. Blake Bortles sucked against the Giants. He completed barely 50% of his throws. I think he averaged five yards per attempt. No, 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 no. The entire AFC South is a quarterback devoid of great quarterback play. They've got overrated quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson fell off a steep cliff against the Patriots. He averaged 4.4 yards attempt. Andrew Luck was nothing special to post about on Instagram. Now, if you ask me, if you have to form a list, gun to your head, gun to your head in the AFC South, I would reluctantly put Andrew Luck number one by default. I'd put Marcus Mariota, who's hurt, number two. I'd put Bortles number three, and I'd put Deshaun Watson last. Despite the fairy tales and the myth-making, Watson's played seven NFL games, but Bortles stinks also. So there it is. Maller to the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you failed this edition. That is a win for me. I won the game. Winner, winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password. The word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And it is time for Password. We we don't have time to do a deep dive on this real quick. We're going to get the Password right now, but we were going to talk about this. Maybe we'll do it more tomorrow. There was a high school. Did you see this, Eddie? A high school varsity football coach in SoCal got dismissed after a couple of students spiked the water at junior varsity football practice. You know what they put in the water? No. A male enhancement drug. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't that seem like it's right? Would that work? I thought, isn't aren't those? I don't know. I don't. But they, are they like in the? Aren't they usually in the pill form? Yeah. Like what would they, they crush? Put? Crush them up and put them know. in the water? I don't know about that. Yep. Hmm. Wow. That's like out of a movie, right? That's yeah, like a, it is actually you know, the new Water Boy. <laughs> make it make another Water Boy with Adam Sandler. All right, let's play the game right now. It is password the word game of the stars. We say hello to Phylexis, America's favorite drag queen caller. Hello, Phylexis. Hello, and thank you for voting me for last week's Bump of the Week. <laughs> the, old, the old Bump of the Week. <laughs> Save that. Mark you're, tape. All you're, right, you're talking about crushing up pills, and Flex is already thinking about bumps. <laughs> great, great hey, ben, is that better ben. than Blind Scott announcing he urinates sitting down on the air? I don't know. You got some good drops here. Yes, Flex, how can we help you? 
I would have called Sunday night, but I was watching porn. Okay, yeah, I'm well, sure you were. Yes, all right, well, yeah, much more enjoyable than this, I'm sure. A lot uh, more enjoyable than Bill's game. Although our show lasts longer than most porn, so that's good. All right, anyway, all right, let's uh, hold on a sec, Alexis. You'll play, and we also have, should I go with, I should probably go with number five, but I could go with number four. Uh, let, let me go with number five. Let's say hello to John the Pie Guy. Hello, John the Pie Guy. Hello, Ben. I'm back to redeem myself after the horrible performance. I'm sorry. All right. All right. We'll see how you do here, John. Hold on a sec. We have John the Pie Guy and Phylexis. Who would you like to partner up with, Phylexis? Went from porn to pie. That was a good one. <laughs> I want Roberto. I want Roberto. You want Roberto. Wow. All right. Roberto has been picked. Surprising choice there. And let's go back to John the Pie Guy in line five. John, who would you like to partner up with, John? Since Alexis is an outstanding citizen and there will be feeding, I'll go with you, Ben. All right, good job oh, by boy. you. And uh, this is going to be the. W- why'd you say? Why, why'd you say that? I how think you some, know why. How about some support here? How about you some want support? to pick you, Eddie? I'll pick you. Yeah, well, yeah Eddie's hurt. He's hurt. No, that's fine. No, he's play with Ben. His ego is hurt. look at him. Look how disgusted he is. No one wanted to play. I with am him. disgusted by Eddie's, you. That is Eddie's true. Eddie's the kid on the playground. Nobody wants to play with. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's play the game. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right, so pay, uh, Roberto, Roberto and Flexus. Flexus, pick a number one to ten, and that'll be the first word. We have a list of words in front of us here. Word three. Word number three. All right. Oh boy. <laughs> Go ahead, Roberto. You're you're partnering up here, Roberto. Go ahead. Um, this ought to be good. Discharged. Discharged. Um, finish. Uh, no. 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 Uh, let's go with. Uh, let's see here. Dismissed. Release. No. Go ahead, Roberta. We're down to seven points. Oh no, we're down. Yeah. Layoff. 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 Um. Quit. No. Oh. All right. <laughs> how, about, how about this? Whacked. How about that? Fired. Yeah, there you go. Good job by you. Six points. But more importantly, we get to go next. So, John, the pie guy on password, pick a word. Well, one, two. I think or... it was seven points. Oh, good. See, look at that. I, I tried to lowball myself, but I got seven points. All right. Uh, go ahead there, John, the pie guy. Uh, what number do you want? Uh, is eight available? Uh, yes. Number eight is available. You would like number eight? All right. All right. Yes, uh, sir. Very good. Let's do it. Let's do it. We will absolutely do it. Let's go with <laughs> well, what? What are you? What are you? What are you doing over there? What, what, what? That's <laughs> All right, stop stalling, yeah, stop Ben. Jeez. I'm not stalling. No, here. he would never do that. What? What, what are you? What are you? Oh, Eddie, you cheater, turn, Eddie, Ed, turn, Eddie, turn go. your mic off over there, Mister Smart. It's Alec off. Over go there. ahead. All right, let's go with. Hmm, let me ask if I can use this word. No. You can't hear me? No, the talkback was broken. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. All right, how about gills? Gills. Fish. Yeah, bam, just like that. All right, 17 nothing. Game's over. Go ahead, Roberto. I asked Coop. He didn't, he didn't say no, I couldn't say that. I was actually going to say some other word, but anyway, go ahead. Alexis, pick a number. Um, Number one. Number one. Repeat. Backfire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy, I can see this is doing really good. <laughs> let's go with re- as well as expected. Reverberate. Reverberate. How do you spell that? I don't know. I'm in radio. <laughs> Reverberate. <laughs> John, the pie guy. For nine points. <laughs> Take your time. All right. He's, uh, not, he's, not, he's got nothing. I got nothing. Go ahead. Ringing. Bells? <laughs> There's no way Ringing. anybody gets this word. No, no. The word we were looking for. Oh, go ahead. One more, one more try. Okay. Um, I don't know. Duplicate. Copy. No. no. The word we were looking for was echo. We're out of time anyway. Out of time. And that echo. means... You lose, Phylexis. You should have picked me. John the Pie Guy. Redemption. You are the winner of Password. You get a golden ticket. I win again. 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 The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. 
But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zin for a spin. Zin nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus